with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Speaking of qualifying, uh, the winter games yeah. begin officially right now. The uh, The opening ceremonies is happening. There's somebody that I don't recognize, but uh, I'm sure that uh, 1.4 billion people in China know who this person is that's running with a torch to light up the flame. Oh, they're passing it over to somebody else. I gotta see faces. Maybe I'll know who this person is. I don't know if we're allowed to give play by plays, guys. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think that's the sport. We can't say the O word. All right. Okay. Okay, Matt. But anyway, here's our question uh, for you this morning and uh, for us as well. Is uh, with the Olympics happening? I mean, I don't know. It's it, just with everything going on in the world, and it's it just doesn't. It seems to be kind of here, but it's just not as exciting. But once it gets going, hopefully, we'll you know all of a sudden we'll have all these Canadian athletes that will. Uh, you will find out their stories, and we'll start really rooting for them and cheering for them. It'll become a bigger yeah. deal. I, you know, love the Olympics. Watching, oh, we're, we're allowed to say Olympics, aren't we? Uh, love those games. Well, I love, I love the along. Winter Games. I love that event with the rings. <laughs> but here's our fun uh, take on it. What is the sexiest of all Winter Game sports? What is the sexiest, Jack? For me, I think my first instinct is to say bobsled. Bobsled. Yes. Because they're fast. Yeah. They're shooting down that slope. <laughs> yeah. They're all well built. Yeah. Like they all have to be strong. And yeah. I mean, the most obvious is yeah. look at that bobsled. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> eggplanty to me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's a, uh, honestly, there's a lot. <laughs> like, wow. That, it's like a shooting eggplant. Right? I never thought about this before. <laughs> it's going down that track, and that track is shaped. Oh yes. boy! It's like yes. Jeff, Jeff Bezos's <laughs> rocket. Rocket. I'm blushing, right but it's sexy. Okay. Jack really likes so the four man. That is so weird. It's not weird. That What's is, yours? Well, it's got nothing to do with the shape of the thing. Well, in. I guess I just give more thought to these. It's things. built for aerodynamics. By you know. far the sexiest, and I saw it. This it's actually happening already, and I saw it, and I witnessed it, and I, and I said to my wife, I said, "This is the this is the sexiest Olympic sport by by far." That would be. Uh, mixed doubles curling, okay? Because John Morris is in it. Found the rural Albertan. Rachel Holman's in it. They're curling together. It's the best of both worlds. He is like hotter than. He's the bad boy of curling, and he's hotter than a two dollar pistol. I like that. Rachel Holman, also hot. Thank you. And uh, you watch them curl together, and it's just like the best of both worlds. You got uh, you go, you know, whatever your preferences is. All right, fine. You're just basing sexiness on looks. No. Oh, you, you like the <laughs> shape, <laughs> Miss Eggplant? All right, Matt. <laughs> what about you, Maddie? I mean, there's spandex everywhere, even in the Winter Olympics. Yeah. You know what? I was going to say snowboarding, but I'm changing my answer to figure skating. Huh. Oh. As a kid, I couldn't believe these ladies would spin around and show everybody their panties. That is true. Yeah. It, it was like the Sears catalog all over again. It's like and my Nana was watching it. I'm like, I'm having a coming uh, I'm having a coming out party here. I'm becoming a man in front of her eyes. And then Elvis Stoiko, wow. like he's hot too. Yeah. Oh yeah, he is. Oh, that he's a bad boy of figures. Like I just Jamie Soleil, when they had the controversy back in the day against the Russians. Yeah, yeah. It's like I didn't care what her score was. <laughs> Holy Matt, I can tell. Just this... show me her underwear. <laughs> I can see your panties. Somebody hand her the flowers. You can't even get these words out. <laughs> you are definitely flustered. <sighs> All right. What about you? What is the sexiest uh, winter game sport? Uh, we'd love to hear from you this morning. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Sexy winter Olympic sports. Ah, the sexiest winter sport is definitely the figure skating dance competition. It's usually a love story on ice. Yeah, and like every person who competes in that, every couple, Mm -hmm. you're like, they're in love, right? They got to be. Well. And they just like shake hands and walk away. How could you do that? Yeah, it's kind of like dancing with the stars. I think it just sooner or later you just... You know. It's inevitable. Uh huh. We're skipping over quite possibly the sexiest one, huh. the two man luge. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you lay down on there with uh, that thin layer of ski- uh, spandex, yeah. and I'll lay on top of you, <laughs> and we'll just shoot on down. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's favorite. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, it's quick draw time. We've got Sue and Elaine on the line. How are you, ladies, doing today? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Well, you know how the contest works. Thanks to our friends at United Sport and Cycle. A shout out to them. 250 bucks is up for grabs. And uh, again, basically just to scream out your answers as loud as you can as soon as they come to you, because the first one in and the loudest one in quite often is the winner. Matt and Jack are the judges. First one to three is going to be in the draw. Are we ready to go? Yes, I am. Okay, here we go. Name a menu item that starts with the letter A. Applesauce. Yes. Apple pie. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to get an entree of applesauce. It's definitely a side at Applebee's. <laughs> I don't know if you can get applesauce at Applebee's. Oh, how can't you? You have to. Get... I mean, you're going to get applesauce in some sort of dish, but like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll See, the, allow it. The more important question was, was that Sue or Elaine? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was Elaine with applesauce? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Question number two. A country that starts, and this is perfect considering what's going on today with the opening ceremonies, a country that starts with the letter K. Korea. Man, that's correct. North or south? (laughs) (laughs) Good or naughty Korea. (laughs) Was that Sue or Elaine? Sue. All right, Sue, tied to one I love how honest you both are. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. A large company that starts with an I. Um, IPS. Igloo? IPS. <laughs> is there an IPS? IBM. IBM. IBM is it. Yeah, I have IBS. <laughs> but ig- ig- I think Igloo is a large company. Isn't there a company called Igloo? Yeah, there's some kind of heating place or something. I don't know if it's large or not. Well, there's like Igloo sure. software. Oh, we yeah. got to go with IBM, I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Who, who said IBM? Sue. All right, Sue. Sue. Okay, let's go. Uh, you got a blocker here, Elaine. Okay. So, something that is blue that starts with a B. Ball. A ball. A blue ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, got, I got those yeah, after Matt, all this Matt, Olympic Matt, talk. No, Matt, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. I had to. <laughs> who was that? Must be Matt. Yeah. yeah. Who, who, that was Elaine? Yes. All right. Yeah. We, we got to go to game. a fifth and final question. A board game that starts with the letter O. Oh, my. Um. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. A board game? A board game that starts with a letter O. Board game that starts with a letter O. Think about water on the knee. What? Oh, my gosh. Um, 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 I know um, I know what it is, but I can't remember what it's called. A board game. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> are we, we going to go with another question? What's the answer, Matt? <laughs> Operation. Operation. Uh, yes, of course. Oh, is that a board game? Yeah. I yeah. would allow it. Better than applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to go to a, a sixth and final question. Something made of metal that starts with a U. A ukulele. Is it? The strings are metal. It, it has metal on it, yes. 
Something made of metal that starts with a U. I don't think it's made of metal. I gotta. I don't. I don't know. think we can accept that. <laughs> the judges. How about are... a metal unicorn. <laughs> what? <laughs> unicorn statue. She's got it. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was Elaine. Uh, Sue, I don't know what just happened there, but you know. It's... <laughs> Sorry, I'm not sure where those questions came from. But. I don't know either. Nobody is. Uh, but it made for entertainment, and that's all that really matters. Good luck, Elaine. Sue, thanks Thank for being you. a great sport. Okay, thanks a lot. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, you guys shared this with me. This mm-hmm. thing has gone viral. This uh, Heathrow um, <laughs> airplane trying to land. I shouldn't chuckle because if you were on that plane when it tried to land and it uh, kind of hit the ground and then it kind of wobbled this way and wobbled that way and wobbled again and wobbled again and then they had to take off again because they had to tr- retry it. Something just went very, very wrong. The question is, tell us about your you know, airplane stories like that. What went wrong on your flight? Bad flights. I don't know. You know, I was thinking about the the things that I've had go on. No wonder my wife's got serious anxiety when it comes to flying because uh, we've had some issues for sure. I, she wasn't with me the time I was flying home from Toronto after some management meetings and we had to have an emergency landing in Winnipeg because there was smoke in the back of the plane. <laughs> that was like the most frightening 40 minutes of my life trying to land that plane. I wasn't landing it. I was. I felt like I was landing I'm it. Not, I've watched enough airplane crash TV shows to yeah. know that fire is the biggest killer on <laughs> Planes. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know where the smoke came from, and we were all fine. But but when you uh, all of a sudden are going to you know have an emergency landing in Winnipeg, we also had the uh, the time that uh, it did the same thing as the Heathrow plane, where we were landing and we got just touching down, and all of a sudden, boom, up we went again. And I don't know why, but we went back up, you know, and circled the runway, and then came back down and landed. Never found out what went on, Ugh. but uh, you'll never know. Yeah, I filled my pants that day. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Sit down, sir. You cannot use the restroom. <laughs> I just used it. <laughs> and, oh, and then there was the time. That the, oh my god! <laughs> we were we were coming How back. How are you alive? We were coming back from a Mexico trip, going over the Rockies, and the turbulence was so bad. And I said it was like a Saturday Night Live episode. The literally the flight attendant came on the speaker and she said, "We're gonna be okay." And then, oh and then, no! And she and she literally like kind of started bouncing a crowd down the down the aisle to get to the front, and she was panicking. And I'm like, if you're panicking, how are we supposed to not panic? Yeah, because they're trained in those situations. Well, so. she wasn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was just that bad. I hope that was the last day. It was terrible. But, I mean, I hope that was her last day at that job because it was brutal. Anybody with flying phobias use the uh, flight attendants as a peace of mind reference. Right. Yes, and that's true. You always look to them. If she's like... You know, <laughs> but she literally said, we're going to all be okay. Hang in there. And she had panic in her voice. Yes. I have a crazy pandemic flying story from like, remember 15 years ago when SARS in Hong Kong broke out? How right. cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is a real story. It happened to me. They didn't really know that much about SARS at the time. And I was in Hong Kong, real smart Jack, yeah. and flew home because I was like, I think this is bad. Yeah. And so I flew home, but then somebody on our plane was sick and they came on and like, those space suits that you see in sci-fi movies, and they made us wait on the plane for like three hours. Everything was fine. (laughs) Sure. You were the outbreak monkey. Matt Matt and I have seen how you drink on airplanes. Are you sure you just now drink imagining this? 
no, this really happened. This was like before my drinking days. Okay. I think I was like 17. Okay. <laughs> this was during her oblivious days. <laughs> yeah. And I, of course, being 17, I'm like, well, this sucks. When am I going to get uh, home to my friends? <laughs> you wanted to get to your drinking days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, we may not be doing much for people that have anxiety about flying this morning, but uh, what's your story? What happened on your flight? You can share it. 780-421-1039 or as always, text 103939. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 742 Friday morning. Uh, yeah, you know, I preface again these stories by saying 99.9% of the time, very uneventful flights. But, uh, you know, yes. those, those ones that are eventful, you certainly do remember. This text says bird strike coming out of Calgary to Palm Springs. Lost an engine. Ugh. It sounded like a hockey card in the spokes. Longest 10 minutes of my life getting back on the ground. Was the bird okay? <laughs> Don't think so. Better in nuts. And <laughs> I also like this text a lot. As a pilot, quick FYI, we don't want to die either. No. <laughs> no. Oh. And if you got one that does, yeah, that's rough. really bad. <laughs> we ended up getting this text yesterday. They said we were just about to land and you could see the lines on the runway in Vegas going by. All of a sudden, we started climbing at full power and went straight up. We were all gripping our seats in terror. As we climbed, we did a sharp turn, leveled off, and the captain came on and said, well, I guess you're wondering what that was all about. (laughs) We went on, he went on rather, to explain there was still another plane on the runway taking off and it would have been very close for us to land. That makes sense. Yeah, sometimes you get jammed up on the freeway and you just got to, you know, take take an exit. Chris, do your best pilot impression on the speaker. This is your pilot speaking. I bet you want to know what just happened there. That's okay. It's good. It was all right. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hi, I've got a airplane landing story for you. Yeah. So we were coming back from Montreal. I was in junior high on an exchange program, and we got to the Edmonton airport, and our landing gear wouldn't come down. The worst. Oh no. So we had to keep doing circles around the city. So they could uh, burn off fuel in case we crash-landed, we wouldn't blow up. Right, (laughs) right. Nothing worse than a belly landing. (laughs) (laughs) If you're on water, maybe. Airplane stories. I was flying to um, Australia. This was three years ago. And we we had to do an emergency landing in Brisbane. And then from Brisbane, we took a small, little, tiny plane to Newcastle. And it was so windy, we were literally coming into the runway. Like Like sideways. like Sideways? Yeah. I'm screaming. My friend I was traveling with, she's from Brazil. So she's, I'm literally screaming. I'm a white knuckle flyer. Anyways, I was, I was sure that plane was going to flip and we were all going to die. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And how was your, your friend was a lot more calm? Oh, she, she just out there she did nothing <laughs> and it didn't help me that she wasn't freaking out <laughs> got the uh eye thing over her she got earplugs <laughs> what's going on you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast so you're renovating and yeah yeah take off uh, some drywall and there behind it is a 1600 baseball cards glued to a wall and you're like holy cow this is crazy and uh, that's what happened to a lady in the states and we're looking for your similar stories to that i mean what did you find Daryl Texton says, good morning, guys. I wish I could send you the picture, but we removed the bathtub in a condo in Calgary only to find a huge python snake dead. The plumber and I both fit through the bathroom door at full stride. 
<laughs> oh, I bet. Well, imagine it was still alive coming up the drain and biting yeah. into, yeah. you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew this one was coming. My dad found 30-plus Playboys from the 60s when we ah. renovated the bathroom. Nice. <laughs> Whoever buys my mom's house is going to find some Playboys in the old drop ceiling. Uh, they are, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just take them out? That's a gift. You know, you're passing memories on. All right. This Uh person says, I lived in Bulgaria for a couple of years, and we moved into a new apartment, and in the closet was a human skull. It had springs and some hardware attached to it, so it must have been used for educational purposes, (laughs) but it was indeed real bone. Okay. Springs. I for sure put that on display. Yeah. Almost as good as the Playboy. Almost. All right. So you guys are talking about finding stuff in in buildings, Yes, yeah. So this isn't about a house, but my husband's company was moving into a new shop, and they were doing a bit of renovating before doing the final move-in. And so they took down some of the drywall and found about six cartons of McDonald's menthol and Benson & Hedges cigarettes, which haven't been produced since I believe this. 70s or 80s right and so they're just there inside the wall like completely sealed and then they moved the roof and they found this door that had no stairs like there's no stairs just this door up in the roof and had a whole bunch of like old gas pumps and stuff in it so it was just like this random door up in the roof so what on earth was so scary what was this person thinking well i'm gonna let it dark and blow the place up But, yeah, I guess the, the boys tried, some of the staff tried the smokes, and they were very stale. They were. <laughs> you got to try one of the darts. I mean, light well, it up. Of course, of course. You go to Flavor are. Country. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Friday morning, what did you uh, find in your house? This is very interesting. This text says, we bought an older house, and we were ripping off the drywall to discover that the previous owner used very old newspapers and catalogs for insulation between the walls. Not older walls. The catalog was so old that it was black and white pictures only, and I flipped through the Sears catalog. Very weird items in that catalog. <laughs> I don't remember the year of the papers or the Sears catalog. I have seen that before. I've seen paper insulation. Chris has also seen the inside of every Sears catalog for quite some time. Yeah. Show it to Chris. He'll know what year it is. Oh, that's the uh, 1992 lingerie section. This is interesting. When we moved into our house, we tore up the basement flooring to redo it. Well, under that laminate floor, there was three different types of flooring. One section was laminate, (laughs) then tile, and then carpet. Yes. So ugly. If you have a carpeted bathroom, could you imagine? A carpeted bathroom. 1960s. Just pea carpet. Yeah. Well... Kind of. <laughs> no, not kind of. <laughs> yeah, something's going to drop. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, here's the deal. We're talking about uh, strange and unusual things you found in your house after the story of the 1,600 baseball cards under the drywall in a house when they were renovating. And, well, it wasn't drywall. It was actually no. uh, they were shingles. They had roofing, sh- shingles. roofing shingles on the side of the wall. Weird. Yeah. Anyway, that's what they found. So we're looking for your stories like that. And there are some weird things being found. This person says, I saw a TV or a video of uh, somebody replacing a metal roof. When they started ripping it off, bats came out. By the time they were done, there were hundreds of bats that had come out of it. Hey, back Wano's big bucks, man. What? Bat poop. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's called guano, and it's like full well, of. There nutrients. would have been a significant amount of bad guano in there for sure. 
True story, my grandpa's bathroom was carpeted and their kitchen and eating area also carpeted. Both were ripped out when we moved in. Have you seen the way my kid pees? Yeah. That's just pee, pee carpet. <laughs> and listen to this. My husband and I bought our first house back in 2006. We found ball pit balls in one of the basement walls and a DVD of a very personal nature that was homemade, hidden in the basement ceiling joists. That's all Joist. I want is to find someone's laundry tape. Is that too much to ask? Yes. <laughs> you should go look in your ceiling. It might be there. You guys have an older house. I get to home today. My wife's, what are you doing? Just look. Can you imagine the old homeowners, though, being like, did you grab the tape? Did you grab the tape? Maybe they want it to be found. If you want to see like that kind of stuff from the 1970s. Love it. Yeah. Let's get weird. We could learn some things. <laughs> Mail them to the station. No, do not do that. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Sean Austin, Chris Lane, it says tailgate to heaven, Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's uh, 8.32. Welcome to your Friday morning. Uh, they they kind of had some events beginning already, but uh, technically mm-hmm. the uh, uh, the uh, the winter games in Beijing, China, uh, began this morning with the, uh, I got to figure out the time zone thing. I don't know what, uh, they, are they ahead of us? Are they behind they us? They are ahead. They're ahead. Okay. There's. The time in Beijing is 11.32 p.m. Okay. P.m. So it's all, it's almost Saturday there. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Got it. <laughs> all right, got it. But anyway, the opening ceremonies were happening. I was watching the coverage on TV, and <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but there's some countries that I've never heard of. <laughs> it's not this just is, you. <laughs> don't put Thorsby Educations on blast. I'm not. I'm not. It's got nothing to do with where I was educated. It's just me personally. I, I, I did I, some of these countries I've never heard of. So we're gonna play a little game called "Is it a country or not?" with Matt DeBurs. Okay, guys. I'm throwing you a softball. The first one. Okay. okay. All right. Softball. Have you heard of the country West Niptiti? West Niptiti. Niptiti. Yeah. Th- that's the softball. Niptiti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> West yeah. nip titty. <laughs> oh, it's the West nip titty. Yeah. Not the East nip titty. Yeah. Okay. No. I, not a country. Chris? I would say <laughs> it is a country. <laughs> He's been there. <laughs> you know Matt made this up. He got to the capital. <laughs> it's not a real country. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I, I just thought, you know, just because it sounded so strange that it was. But anyway, all right. Okay, I'm 0 for 1. Go. Okay, Andorra. Definitely a country. Yes, it sounds like it's a beautiful tropical it's, country. It's a country. Nice. Uh, next one, Czechoslovakia. <laughs> Not a country. Is this a trick question because trick of question. how you're pronouncing it? Czechoslova- Czechoslovakia. Czech- Say it fast enough. Czechoslovakia. Czechol. <laughs> yes. I'd say... It's, it's not, not a country. It's not a country. They're it's two called... different countries now. Exactly. Yugoslavia and the Czech Republic, right? But now it's called Czech, Czechnica. It's Czech... still the Czech Republic, but like it's how they refer to them at certain times. They're like Czechnia yeah. or something Czechnia. like that. Czechnia. Yeah, thank you, World Junior Hockey Championships. All right, mm. go. Uh, San Trubistan. No. No. It's neighbors to West Titty. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would have a different name. <laughs> It's like north. It's not a good It's got a hard border. I know that for sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> Maritania. I'd say no. I say yes. It's a country. Oh. Yes. Okay. Okay. Kiribati. Kiribati? Yep. No. 
I'm going to say no, too. It's a country. Oh, oh shoot. Here we go. Last one. Liechtenstein. No. Blankenstein? Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein? Yeah. I'll Who say chose it. Matt to say the name? <laughs> you want obscure. I got to go. I can't just say Belarus. Okay. I say no. I say yes. Yes, it's a country. Yes. It's oh. very little, unlike the border of Switzerland. It's like eedy, meedy, meedy, meedy. Liechtenstein? It's Liechtenstein or Liechtenstein? I think it's Liechtenstein, but what Liechtenstein? I I thought West Titty was a country. (laughs) (laughs) West Nip Titty, thank you. Sorry, West Nip Titty. -titty. (laughs) Not not Nip Nip, nip Titty. Okay, got it. One more time. Are you okay? Nip Titty? (laughs) Don't disparage my homeland. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we got all night to figure it out. We got all weekend to figure it out as well. It's 847, going to be a nice weekend uh, with highs between 5 and 10 degrees, depending on who you want to believe i yeah. guess or you know we'll see anyway it's going to be nice uh for sure it'll be one of those uh weekends to try to do some more chipping and pushing of the snow and uh, just enough to have to deal with it right so we'll deal with I it. i was wondering if the snow would melt if i don't shovel it today i don't think so it's gonna take a little bit not in february <laughs> sun's at the wrong angle yeah, yeah. gotta shovel yeah, got a shoveler, I'm afraid. Okay, uh, talking about things that you found in your house, like the story of the uh, people that uh, took the the wall off and uh, found 1,600 uh, baseball cards all glued to the wall, glued to the drywall. It looked so neat, actually. Yeah. Okay, and uh, anyway, so we're looking for your stories, and, uh, well, you knew these ones were going to come in. Oh, yes. Andy the Carpet Guy says, hey, guys, I pulled up the carpet in a house and found a couple's honeymoon photos if you catch my drift i put them in the garbage right away i wouldn't want people looking at me naked either (laughs) the lady came home to pay the bill and she was probably about 20 years older than that lady in the photos yes i didn't say a word but my red face might have given it away awkward to say the least yet proud of my response you're a better man than me andy for sure what would you have done matt (laughs) I would oogled for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, you just like morally, I don't know if I could take somebody else's nudies. Yeah. I wouldn't permission. take them. I would for sure look at them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that, that goes sounds like Andy didn't even look at them. Yeah. yeah. No, it sounds like you got a little red face. So clearly you'd seen. I'm getting a red face just thinking about it. I would. Yeah. I, I, I think you would throw them in the garbage. Chris. I would have probably looked too. I think. Really? I think so. Then a couple Hail Marys after. I mean, <laughs> you've got to figure out what's going on. Like, at first, you don't sure know. you can figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.